to sleep tonight. The Adventures of Bradley and Don, my talk, 1071. Christmas is coming, you guys. It's next Tuesday. Can't believe it. Less than a week away. Doesn't feel like it. Uh, it doesn't at all. I feel like I should have more time. <laughs> I didn't. What do you need um, time for? You're not doing anything this year, remember? You're I am. Not buying any gifts. Are you, no, I am buying gifts. I'm buying for. I bought for um, my daughter and my mom and MC's kids. Oh, but so, who was it? I mean, there was this whole. We had this whole chat. Fourteen about. adults in my family. Oh yeah. Like that's my right. sisters, their husbands, all of their kids. Essentially, you know, yeah, their girlfriends and still, boyfriends. And you still got stuff to buy on your. I do. Like list. for instance, my mom wants snow boots that lace up. They have fur inside, but she doesn't like a rubber toe. And I'm like, oh, no okay. rubber toe. I'm like, this is hard. I'm don't not all finding. boots have rubber. Wa- so you don't want it to be waterproof. She just wants fashion winter boots. I'm like, mom. She's like, I want them for like when the, when it snows high and the snow is deep. But, but I don't, she wants her feet to get wet. I don't understand it. God, let Have me you just asked her up. questions? Um, Clarifying questions. Well, there's a lot of text here. The only other thing I can think of, she says, is snow boots that lace up with fur. But I'm not crazy about the kind that have rubber like a duck boot around the edges and top. But I will take those. Okay, so she... And I would put thick socks in there, so I would need an eight and a half. I just want to go to a store. This is the problem. Sounds like she made it real easy for you, though. She's going to make you feel guilty regardless, so you might as well just buy her duck boots. (laughs) Because she said, like, I don't want them, but I'll take them. Yeah, I'll (laughs) take what I can get. get her the duck boots. But it's hard to, like, every ones that I look at, which are in a specific eight and a half... You know, oh, I just can't find them. I did find some online that are like $140. And I'm like, well, I love my mom, but I also got her C's candies and some other shoes and some Pyrex dishes. And, you know, it sounds like you got her a lot of stuff. I mean, maybe just get her a, a, a gift card to uh, Shoe World. What? Yeah. What is a, is it Zoo Lily? Who has shoes? Lily. Well, a listener tell me what the best shoe. This is just me getting online shopping advice. Okay, listeners, if you want to give Don hot shoe tips. <laughs> 651-641-1071. And are you Open done with your Christmas shopping? Phone line. And then my daughter wants clothes. And I'm like, should she's trusting no, just... me to buy clothes for her? Well, you said the other day that you buy clothes for her. I do. I do. Um, but yeah, I'm like, uh, Zoo I'm just... Lily is not what you're thinking of, by the way. Is she thinking, what, Zoo are, Lily? what are you thinking of the shoe website? Yeah. Zap- Zappos. Zappos. Zapatos. Well, that's, that's Spanish for Spanish. Shoe. Um, Zappos. Didn't they have a security breach? Yeah. Did I they? No, I don't know. Oh, I think they, somebody did. Some online shoe place. All of the internet has had Hopefully security they've issues. cleared things Somebody up. is furiously calling in to give you shoe tips, Oh, Dawn. good. Good. So we'll have to wait until Mike is vetted to call to make oh, sure it's fine. not a heavy breather. Uh-oh. Because <laughs> we do get a lot of those this oh. time of year. <laughs> what are you wearing? What are you wearing? That happened to me once when I worked at Macy's. I used to sell men's underwear and I'd get a heavy breather that would call and ask me <laughs> what kind of undies I was wearing. <laughs> It was the it was the most. I'm not going to make jokes. It was because it was pretty gross, actually. 
I Nobody got a wants call to pick also up, pick from, up the phone at their workplace and right, get sexually harassed. Yeah, I, I worked at a credit card company and answered phones, and you get a lot of people who are yeah. bored. Luckily, I was able to forward the call to the FBI, and they traced him and arrested him, and he's still in prison to this day. Mike, you... Uh, oh, yeah, let's start with uh, Rochelle. She's got some thoughts for you. All right, Rochelle. Uh, Rochelle, help. Help. Do you have advice for me? I do. I would suggest that you look at Zappos. Okay, I'm on their website now. That's a good place. Yeah. I think she's gotten shoes uh, from them before. Maybe I should just get her a gift card. Yeah, Zappos is awesome, and they're really, really good about returns, so I mm. use them a lot. Well, thank Fabulous, you so Rochelle. much. Thank you for the hot shoe tips. Hey, Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Merry yes. Christmas to you, sweetheart. Thanks for calling. Who else we got, Mike? We got Jack on the line. Jack has some hot shoe advice for Dear Dawn. Jack, what do you know? Well, I'll tell you, from my heart to your heart and the heart of your listeners, <laughs> this Friday I'm planning to make my annual trip to the Egan Outlet Mall. I can find anything I want there. And I'm sure you'd be able to find shoes for your mother. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, yes. My boyfriend just went there on Saturday, and I went, I don't want to go all the way out to an outlet mall, but guess what I did? I went to a bunch of other stores and wasted some time. So it sounds like I'll have to go out there. That's a great suggestion, Wonderful. Jack. Thanks for the uh, hot tip. Last place I want to be right about now is an outlet mall. Actually, he said it, it was Saturday night, and it was, like, really empty. Weird. Yeah. But maybe that's because it was Saturday night and people had other things to do. Could be. I don't know. Mike, who else you got? We got Penny on the line. Penny, let's save a penny with Penny. What's your uh, hot shopping tip <laughs> for Dawn? What are your Dawn? thoughts, Penny? Hey, I love you, Dawn. Let me tell you, I bought two pairs of really cute boots, and you both should be ashamed of yourselves because you told me to go to the website. Oh. I went <laughs> I went to Sheen, and I went to Timu. And? Yes. I got super cute boots for less than 40 bucks up to my calf. One is cream. The other one is gray. The gray has purple laces. The cream has brown laces. They're really, really cute with fur, and there's no duck bill on them. (gasps) Wow. Wow, look at this. So take your own damn advice, Dawn. Thank you. Shop at Simu, says Penny. She'll just have to get them later, which it's probably still 70 degrees in Missouri right now, so she can wait. Yeah, it won't take that long, I bet. I've been getting Thank lots you, of lots of uh, advertising from our good friends at Timu oh, for yeah. this time of year, and I have not succumbed to the calls. Yeah, to I buy things tried. On to, I had to calm down a little bit. You think? Yeah, because yeah. I didn't. Um, yeah, I just had to calm. You know when it's what it's like. When my, my sisters went to QVC, they used to do QVC. They used to put limits on themselves and say, "Once we get the package, then we can order another package." That's a good tip. Like it, but they had to get the package first before they ordered anything else. Mike, what were you going to say? We did have, I believe, Melissa call in and say Zappos has the incredible like return policy. And oh, it's really, sure. really good and use that before. And yeah. also somebody else called in and said uh, uh, Christmas is on Monday, not Tuesday. So just oh, to get clear that oh up. Oh, my God. Make sure you have the right, you. <laughs> the right date. Don't get it wrong, Dawn. You guys don't ever listen to me on specifics. <laughs> just kind of like the general thoughts and feelings do you know which day you're leaving uh-huh which day or which do you want you don't want to say uh, yeah i'm just i don't know yeah, i'm gonna take a helicopter yourself. you are not taking it <laughs> well maybe i'm just I will all, skydive in the reason i was saying that is because i want you to just double check your work and make sure you head down on the right day okay i will are you done with your shopping no 
Mm-hmm. Why are you so? Why have so I many questions? I wanted to have a conversation with you. No, I I'm avoiding your questions because I am not done with my shopping, mm. and it's a shame. I need to Mike, get on it. Oh yeah, been wrapped done? up for a while. You're such a good planner. Not normally, no. Okay. I married to a good planner, and the Ooh. good planner made sure I was done in a quick, timely manner. Oh, That's look at that! Cool. I, I was love... always a the day before type guy. I would get some great deals the day before. <laughs> I would feel the rush. Way. I'd be excited about yeah. it, and now I'm just like. Eh. She, she can help me handle it. Okay. I uh, I think it pays to have somebody who's organized in every relationship. Yep. Because otherwise, it's just what about pell mell? Two left-handed Libras. No, like, that's terrible. Like MC and I. Oh, are Ooh. you guys both left-handed? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And Libras. But maybe uh, I bet your son. If you looked at your charts, I bet you have very complimentary. Uh, oh, probably. Like, it, just because you're the same sign, the same sun sign, I bet mm-hmm. you share a lot of other complimentary. Yeah. Aspects in your charts. You should have True. somebody do your charts to gather down. Okay. Hey, maybe you could do that for Christmas. What'd well, you get MC? No, we're not doing anything for each other this year. Oh, this wow. is the this year is a that revolutionary we're taking a break. year for you. It is because we would rather we decided next year just go on vacations and spend our money on that. Jamie and I have been doing that for years and it is totally worth it. Yeah. So welcome and listeners. Prince Harry won a significant case against the tabloids last week. We didn't get to talk about it as a family, but we are going to. We'll break it down for you when we come back right here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk. Christmas Emporium! <laughs> hey, My Talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. New year, new smile with my friends at Dakota Dental. They truly are the best dentist in the Twin Cities. And I can say that with 100% confidence because I'm a patient at Dakota Dental and I've been there for more than your average procedure. In fact, regular checkups, cleanings, all that good stuff too. But in addition, I've had some other work done there all the way up to and including uh, dental implants. And dental implants are no joke. I was just talking about them with somebody over the weekend. You don't realize how much work goes into a dental implant and truly how... I don't want to oversell it, but transformative they can be for your smile because once you get a dental implant, it's there. The process, though, is going to take a few steps, and you want someone you can trust for that journey. Trust me. Uh, you you absolutely 100% can trust my friends to Dakota Dental. Call them today, and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Hey, it's Chase for Skin Rejuvenation. Bradley and Dawn, you're listening to My Talk 1071. Happy holidays. Uh, we got to talk about Harry. We didn't get a chance to talk about Prince Harry and, you know, the many lawsuits he has going on. He actually had a big um, positive thing happen on uh, Friday with one yeah. of his cases. Yeah, a significant case uh, that he won against the tabloids last week. We didn't get to talk about it as a family, so I thought we should probably catch up because I know the audience has been following this story as much as we have, or maybe you haven't, and that's why you listen to us. But no worries. Um, in fact, he did end up winning like a big fat settlement, I think. I don't know what the poundage, can. I think it's like $180,000 was mm-hmm. the equivalent. Now, this was all determined by a judge, which is also fascinating. So a judge looked at this case, which you'll remember the thrust of this civil lawsuit against uh, this media group was that they used hacking information they got from hacking. Yes. To write some really shady stories. But what's interesting is 
He was able to convince a judge, Harry was able to convince the judge, that the tabloids had probably hacked him and his friends or people around him, maybe his doctor in one instance, um, because uh, he was able to convince the judge that that was the case without really any proof Mm. because of two things. Well, one, the preponderance of the evidence when he looked at it was like, I don't know how they could have possibly known any of these details had they not engaged in hacking which in other cases they've already been convicted of doing also this was a civil lawsuit which means that it didn't have to prove that is harry didn't have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that there had been hacking Uh but just that there was a preponderance of the evidence because in a civil lawsuit the the bar is a little bit uh, higher lower lower okay right um so that's what the judge timothy fancourt which is such a British sounding name. It sure is. Judge Fangholz decided that there was sufficient evidence that the Mirror Group of Newspapers, which owns the Daily Mirror and other publications, had engaged in, quote, unlawful information gathering, including phone hacking, in its coverage of Harry and other individuals. Including, including some British, British TV actors. Some actors, yeah. So I did not know that. They don't in a civil case, the rules were different. Yeah, I did not know that. Same here. So, like, you will often see this come up when there are allegations of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can really be a number of things, but I, I just think of the celebrity cases that we have covered in a civil lawsuit. The bar is not as high, and therefore, juries, you know, can find if they believe that there is a sufficient reason to do so. You know, that someone is guilty of something, even if the same would not be decided in a criminal court, because in a criminal court, obviously, people's freedom is on the line. And so you would imagine there would be a higher bar. Well, hopefully this sets the precedent. I don't know if it will that, you know, because in the grand scheme of things, they're making way more money than one hundred and eighty thousand on on putting these tabloids out there. You know, um, but I would just it's just probably a sense of pride that he fought something and he's won his case and it brings to light like you did not have permission to get this information. However, you decided to get it. It wasn't for you to publish because it wasn't out for us to talk about. And that right there. Even that is a victory. Even if he didn't get any money out of it, I think it's not about the money for him. It's about privacy and, as he said, a worthwhile, um, honest press. Yeah. The other thing I found interesting, in addition to what you've uh, already laid out and what we've already discussed in this case that Harry was successful in last week, is there's this whole conversation or this whole sub-story about Piers Morgan, because Piers Morgan, I think, was in charge. I don't remember if he was, like, editor at the Daily Mirror at the time of that that these hacking allegations, I, this was sort of mid to late 2000s. Oh. And, um, you know, the whole time he's like, I didn't know about any of this hacking, so calm down. This had nothing to do with me. Well, just as I was reading this article in the New York Times that sort of laid it all out for us, they had this delightful snippet of a statement from Piers Morgan, uh, which he said outside of his home on Friday, quote, 
Harry wouldn't know the truth if it slapped him in his California tanned face. Oh, God. And again, denied he was aware of any hacking. Okay. He said the royals' outrage of the media intrusion into their private lives. Now, here's the thing. I mean, I disagree with Pierce Morgan on a lot of things. So, so but I imagine. <laughs> I imagine that a lot of people agree with him when it comes to his opinions of the royals, which is... The royals' outrage at the media's intrusion into their private lives is only matched by his, in this case he's talking about Harry, his own ruthless, greedy, and hypocritical enthusiasm for doing it himself. Okay. Hmm. Um... Which I think a lot of people probably would agree with, right? Like, every, a lot of people think that the only problem Harry has with all this press attention is that it wasn't generated by them. That's the absolute because he is choosing to talk just because Harry is choosing to talk about his experience as a part of the royal family and what he personally encountered as a member of the royal family is completely different than people hacking phones and getting into information about medical stuff. And, yeah. you know, I mean, oh, it's for sure. not I mean, even I, the I same thing. This is apples and oranges. Um, the court said that they ruled that. There was evidence that Piers Morgan was aware of the hacking. Yeah, yeah. So which it's is like, why sorry, he was ultimately Piers. successful. Yeah, Harry it's like, is. no, sorry that you say you didn't know. They think you did know. And, you know. Yeah. Well, he's obviously going to yeah. deny it. So this um, is one of three lawsuits, right? I think there, this is, so he has two more. Uh, there are definitely more cases in the works, and we'll yeah. have all the latest on those when they come to some conclusion. But when we come back, more like Bobines. Amanda's short-lived podcast is donezo, and it's all Drake's fault. Dawn will tell us why when we return right here on My Talk 107.1. Hey, My Talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Alight. Like me, you probably have many monthly subscriptions. In fact, I was just trying to take account of them the other day, and I lost track. Netflix, Disney+, Plus, what have you. But you know what you probably don't have? Because I didn't. That's a subscription for doing good, for making change in the world. And thanks to my friends at Alight, now we can. Starting a subscription for Good with Alight means becoming a monthly donor and joining the front lines of support for families who've been forced from their homes. We'll be the people that Alight knows they can count on when disaster happens. With a subscription for Good, you're going to be there before anyone else. So what do you say? Join me? Let's subscribe to do good each and every month this year. It could even make a nice gift this season. To learn more and start your own subscription for good, visit give.wearealight.org slash for good. And thank you. It's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk 107.1. Guys, we have to talk about Amanda Bynes uh, and her podcast. We played a little bit of her first episode of her podcast, which didn't really feature a lot of Amanda Bynes. Like hardly no, you at said all. She was just like in the background going, ha ha. Yeah, I actually thought that the woman that was her voice was mostly there was, was the actually guest. Amanda because I was kind of like not paying too much attention. Then I realized when I was getting the sound clip, oh, that's not Amanda Bynes. That's actually the tattoo artist that she interviewed. Um, so the first episode was kind of eh, uh, for me anyway. Uh, now, apparently it did very well because people are <laughs> interested. I don't think it was just for you. Uh, I think, but I people tuned in. Well, and, of course, because it's Amanda Bynes. It's big news that yes. she would sort of resurface after her years. People don't maybe remember that she had this conservatorship and then she struggled 
like multiple times and she finally seemed like she was making a comeback. Yes. Yeah, well, I don't want to oversell that, but you know. Well, we were all excited that, you know, because she did go to um, college for fashion and design. And then she went through a, a tough period where she was missing for a while. Uh, and we saw a video of her and she just looked completely out of it. And then she was put into psychiatric holds. So she's had a lot of issues. And I think everyone is sort of rooting for Amanda Bynes. Like, oh, maybe this will be something stable for her to do um, to channel her creativity. Well, she put out a statement and we'll just play the clip here. So even though the podcast is doing really well and the uh, response has been great. I am going to take a pause on it for now. We are not able to get the type of guests that I'd like on the show, like say Jack Harlow or Drake or Post Malone. Uh, So maybe one day if we're able to get those types of guests on the show, we Mm. will resume the podcast. Uh, But for now, I'm taking a pause on it. Thank you everyone who watched. I really hope you enjoyed it. And that is all for now. Oh, that obviously came from TMZ, left that little stinger in the end. But, so what are your questions here? I mean, I don't know that I have questions so much as, like, did she just take us all for a ride? She Was this a vanity project to try to get interviews with hot oh. musicians? And also, I don't know that we want to talk about Drake, Amanda Bynes. Let's not mention Drake. You might want to take his name out of your mouth. Because you put it there one time and on Twitter said you wanted him to do things to you. Okay, so I so I suddenly am not taking this very seriously. What okay. do we know well, about why this went down? Because that seems kind of Well What's the word I'm looking for? Convenient or it just seems very like it seems like you didn't even get a little a magical thinking like you did yes. one episode and because you weren't able to get Drake and Jack Harlow and you're not going to do it unless you get good interviews like that. And first of all, first of all, that's called don't launch a podcast. Like, do you want BDE podcast PR? Because my advice would be don't start a thing unless you have fully planned it out and know where it's going and have, you know, like your first six episodes in the can. Yeah, exactly. That's so true. And if you're not going to stick to it, don't start it because now you don't uh, even get me started. Yeah. Yeah. So she isn't going to, she, I guess she shared at some point that she would not be talking about mental health. Okay. Um, in her struggles. Sure. And that's okay. Like I understand that's her, that's her life and that's her, private you know journey but people do want to hear you talk and the other dude talked 90 percent of the time she sounded very unprepared like she sounded like a like a freshman in high school interviewing someone like written questions like tell us how you first became a tattoo artist it was really kind of like oh I'm not saying she's going to, you know, sit there and be that chick from Call Her Daddy right away. But it just seemed like there well, wasn't be, a lot of planning. But be clear, I was going to say, like, we watched yeah. the clip and heard the thing. It's clear that this was not 
a it's, professional sounded, podcast. Yeah, she sounded nervous and yeah. like she was sort and, of, and he was more, flu- I will say like he was able to just have a conversation. We want to be supportive, but like maybe she's just not ready to do anything publicly, which I don't know that there was ever an expectation that she needed to because she has struggled so much with being in the public eye and like maybe the public eye is just not the place you need to be right now, which is totally fine and acceptable. So don't force it. Yeah. I just wish she wouldn't have like, you know. Launched a podcast? Well, I mean, without having... it makes you wonder who was really pushing this and maybe she wasn't really behind it. I don't know. Yeah. I or think like behind it fully, I'm saying. I would say like, so Amanda, you are so like she was has made it clear that her time being in the spotlight, she was super highly critical of herself and like her doing um, the last movie she did. She basically was hated, ended up hating herself by watching it. She began to loathe herself and her poor performance. She thought was abysmal. She was so embarrassed. And that's kind of why she left Hollywood after that 2010 movie. But like, so that's I think that's a lot of it is in play here. She listened back and she hated it. But I wish she just knew that everybody came to the table and listened to it for Amanda Bynes, like for you. And yeah, not to hear a guest, not to hear Drake. I could care less about the I want to hear. I think the, she hoes. It just says to me, like, well, one of two things. One, she's got different expectations of herself than we yes. would. And number two. Like, maybe it's not the time right now. And also, do we really need another podcast where I sit down and talk to all my famous friends? Yeah, I I guess so. But that, yeah, that, that kind, it wouldn't be... I think that it would be so neat to hear her talk about fashion and what her ideas are. And, like, she could channel that because she finished school and went through all of that. Like, she could do a podcast about... I mean, even recapping some fashion reality show. Honestly, it yeah. could be as simple as that. Like, because she has skills in that area, and it would be nice to. Because I, I think audience was audiences would then turn on to like Amanda Bynes. We associate her with her mental health struggles, but we also know that she did go to school. If she was like, ready to do that, sincerely wanted to do that and was capable of doing that, which is like clearly those things were not the case. And so I bet a lot of people showed up too because they wondered if it was going to be a little bit of a hot mess express. Yeah. Because she has struggled in the past because oh, I know yeah. you'd like to think that people are very um oh kind. But I don't know if you've met all the people in the world, and there are several. <laughs> I just think who people aren't. showed up right for it. Like some people, I showed up because I was people, like, "Oh, good." Yeah, for sure. You know, not that I'm, I'm like just virtue saying, signaling here, but I think a lot of people probably showed up because, oh, is she going to be messy? Or is she going to even even if she would have like addressed in the first two minutes, like, "Hey, thanks for being here. I'm, you know, I've gone to, through some struggles. Yeah. You know, everybody deals with this kind of stuff, and." That's not really what this podcast is about, even if she said that. But it was just so awkward. Yeah. Which, are you surprised that she ended it? Well. After what you listened to? It definitely was not great. Like, if we were to grade it, I would give it a D. Yeah. I mean, it just wasn't up to par. So, we shouldn't. So, kudos, Amanda, for knowing. Yeah. 
when to pull the plug. I guess I just wanted to help her and say, if you would have talked about this, or maybe if you do that, but she's had well, call so many her up and give her, her some life. notes. Give her some podcast Not notes. notes. That makes me sound like a bad person. Why? Like, oh, I'm going to tell you how to podcast. No, you've got ideas. It's a nice, loving, like, people want to hear you, yeah. you know? I don't know. And your fashion, your take on fashion, at least. I don't know. Yeah. No, absolutely. But please, don't talk about Drake. Yeah, no, that was... That that's was, where, I'm, that's like, where oh, I was like, no. oh, I don't think we're done with her... Our Drake's obsession. ...needing to maybe just stay off social media for a while. <sighs> Yeah, that was rough. Yeah. I hope for her sake she's, you know, she seems to be surrounded by good people. So at least she's got that going for it. Well, Dawn, thank you for that update. Mm -hmm. Um, When we come back, dozens of Minnesotans spent the night adrift on an ice floe in uh, outstate Minnesota up on a lake. Overnight? Unintentionally. I don't know what an ice floe is. It's a giant honk of ice. No. So, like, think of, like, you, you go out on the ice and you think that everything's solid and it's time to go ice fishing and then all of a sudden the wind changes. This is my worst nightmare. And you're like, cracks oh, along now the I'm shoreline on an iceberg flo- and a floating giant, around? Well, this, this is a huge ice floe detached from the shore, went floating, and a bunch of people were stranded. I'm going to tell you what happened to them and why it was uniquely terrifying. When we, well, at least for those of us who don't live in Beltrami County. Right here. My Talk 1071, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Uh, It is time to talk about something terrifying on the ice, and I don't know what even half the terms in this story are. Come through. Bradley's going to tell us about something scary. Yeah, so um, dozens of Minnesota... I saw this headline, and I was like, this is the most northern Minnesota story, uh, and we need to talk about it. Because there are people who are going to hear it and be totally understand exactly what's going on. And then there's those of us who are shitty slickers who are like, what are you for real right now? Yeah. So dozens of Minnesotans spent the night floating on a giant honk of ice on Lake Beltrami. What's that? And I thought to myself, are they okay? And when I first went to the story, it was like... Uh, as of the latest reporting, these people were still adrift. And I was like, wait a minute, they've been just floating out there? Can't we get somebody to them? Well, thank God, truth be told, as of about 10 o'clock this morning, more than two dozen people were rescued from an. Although there yeah, were more been... than two dozen people, I thought, out there. So I'm hoping that's all of them. But anyway, so far, more than two dozen people have been rescued from that large ice flow that broke free from the shoreline of Upper Red Lake in northwestern Minnesota. Mm. And what I loved when I first read the story, Don, is that somebody was like, yeah, this is this is pretty normal for up here. And I was like, I don't I don't I don't want to live in a place where that is normal, where I can get set adrift. I have never even heard. I must be honest. I mean, there are 10,000 of them, but I did hadn't heard of Beltrami before. It's okay. Is it pretty big? That's what I want to know. Beltrami, I don't know how big Beltrami is, but it's, you know, it's, it's it's small town. It's not like one of those pond lakes. The lake itself is Upper Red Lake. Okay. Um, And this, this was in Northern Minnesota. It's, I mean, it's like a big lake. It's not tiny by any stretch of the imagination. How big was the piece of ice? Just giant, 
I don't know how many feet, but when I saw this story, I had to understand, was this just like a tiny chunk where a bunch of people were like, do, do, do. That's no. what I imagine, like this a Rankin-Bass No, like, this cartoon. was like giant. Like, so they were able to like get out on the lake, presumably drive out on the lake. It was frozen. Apparently they had, well, let's, let's listen to the local news report of this uh, story when it happened last night. Breaking news as there are dozens of people stranded on Upper Red Lake in Beltrami County this evening. According to officials, there are approximately 40 to 50 people that are stranded on the ice that is broken away from shore, and responders are working to get everyone safely back to the shore. Officials believe strong winds caused the ice to shift, causing this situation. Beltrami County Public Information Officer Christopher Mueller said in a press release, quote, Unfortunately, this is a common event for emergency responders in Beltrami County. This is a developing story in Valley News Live will continue to bring updates as details become available. Last year, or uh, 2022, 200 people got stuck on an ice floe. <laughs> Don't go on this same lake. place. You guys stop 200! doing this. Don't I, go to another one. I was like, they got 200. It was probably the fact that they had 200 people stomping around on the ice. You guys, Kenny, <laughs> I just saw Kenny walk by out there. I wish he could come in here and talk to us about this ice because he used to terrorize me with ice fishing tales. Yeah, well, that's what people were doing. What I learned, though, as I uh, followed the report, and Mike, I'm going to turn to you as well because I feel like, you know, you lived in outstate Minnesota. Maybe sure. you've been on a lake before with ice. Um, no. <laughs> I have never been on a because it terrifies me. He was idea. trying to get me to go. Kenny's like, I got to take oh, your ice fishing. Was, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. no. No, we're not doing that. But what I learned was up there, they have resorts and things and people are going up there to ice fish. And they're like, well, we say it's safe when it's like four inches. And the woman, swear I, to God, she goes, not four. It's safe when there's solid four inches of ice. No. But it's not necessarily going to. Uh, be totally safe like it's safe enough but it could might it might not be safe like you should probably wait till like five to seven but even then you're you're not quite sure and i'm like okay so if there's any chance that my i'm gonna break free or my body and set a drift i can't believe this. we're not doing that mike have you ever gone ice fishing absolutely I enjoy ice fishing. Have you ever um, been stuck on an ice floe? I would. Now I will just to give you some context <laughs> oh, here like for such a for this um, Upper Red Lake. If you've seen a map of Minnesota that has the lakes kind of outlined, yeah. this is like the biggest in-state okay. lake that there is. Okay. Upper Red Lake and Lower Red Lake are massive. They've got like that little yeah the, thing. The piece on it. of ice that broke it, off looked pretty huge. Yeah, it's huge. So like it's bigger than Lake Malax. Like the two of these oh, companies yeah, are bigger year, than Lake Malax. Two hundred people. Yeah. Huge. Um, two hundred people. That's but, like. That's like. What is that? That's like a lot. <laughs> so, as much as I enjoy ice fishing, I also can't swim, remember? So I am terrified of this entire concept. Do you know what I'm they said? You. Do you Don't know what she it. said, Mike? She, she said? said, wear a puffy jacket okay. and bring these things. And they looked like um, ice daggers. And you're supposed to keep them in your pocket so that if you go under, you no. can claw your way back. There's never, you should never do Why this. Why would I, I ever? do something where I had to wear a puffy jacket and carry around weapons to claw myself back to the surface. I will never go on the ice in a month that doesn't end with Y. Okay, so I'm not going in October, November, or December. That's not happening. <laughs> it is at least going to be late January, and mm-hmm. I'm waiting until they say it's like 
13 inches plus yes, before sir. I'll step on it. Have you seen that one stretch of water? Remember how there's that northern, it's called Northern Angle, I think, okay. right? That little plot of Minnesota that's actually on Canada, mm-hmm. but it's like Minnesota. Yeah. And in the wintertime, I mean, because the only way to, to get to both places is either to go the long way by land yep. or to go across the water. Well, in wintertime, it all freezes over and they plow like a, like a, essentially a freeway Mm -hmm. that goes from like across this lake and Dawn, they literally just drive over this big stretch of Lake of the Woods. It's Lake of the Woods that you're driving across. The thing is huge. It's Lake of the Ice Death is what it should be called. (laughs) Yes, because because I just feel like you'd be driving along like do 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 and then something something happened. There was like a warm spot. Yeah, Kenny all has sudden, played like honk, honk, the honk. sound of cracking ice for me before, and <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "You are mean." Yeah, no. My I... dentist told me that he went out on. He loves to fish and he loves to talk about it, and <laughs> well, he's so great. I love my you. dentist. Hand in hand. But he went out on Lake Superior and he drove his car out there, and he's like, "And then my wife and I were there, and then when we were done, we were like, where is which way do we go? We're lost.'" They no. didn't know which way was yeah. the shore. And then they saw it was like, you know, had some fog and there wasn't a lot of visibility. And they finally saw a car over off in the distance yeah, driving a it. certain way. And no. that's how they got back. I will say that Sheriff Jason Riggs told the Star Tribune that the fire and rescue personnel, with help from the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources, were able by airboat to bring to shore 27 anglers who'd been stranded on the sheet of ice uh, from before shortly before 5 p.m. until last night. <gasps> so I don't think we learned the full story until this morning. So they must have not. Had How to spend long the were whole they night. out there? A long time. I don't know. Long enough. Can you imagine learning? Like I don't even I like to be caught to at the Christmas car. party for too long. Girl, you didn't go to the Christmas party. I know, that's party. why I didn't nice go. Try. She called Mike and said she was on an ice flow in Upper, <laughs> Min- upper. <laughs> That is going to be, if you, I ever say I'm on an ice flow, I'm lying. Yeah, because we're never doing that. But I really, this is just, you know, there's no dangerous one, luckily things. Had, no one had fallen into the water and everybody was fine. Mike, I, what do you do? I saw a video on what to do when you fall in. Do you want to know what, what did I they saw? Say, yeah. Well, it was like a special forces guy, and he said, "What you do is you calm down first of all, and then you start yeah. kicking your you like you're going to swim forward. You kick your legs and swim some like you kick out so that your body will buoy up, and then you can crawl out. Instead of trying to lift yourself with all of your body straight up out of the water, you need to start floating almost like." forward on your stomach towards the side and then you can scoot 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 i watched him do it it was unbelievable i'm like wow that is really good advice yeah that i will never i was gonna say you're gonna never need that (laughs) advice what if i have to go on the run what if i'm on the land oh my god and then i'm i gotta run out on the ice you're not um (sighs) i am oh i was gonna ask you mike yeah so when you're ice fishing yep are you like in a house I've ice fished in a house and also in a tent before. Here's the one question that I yeah. have. Where do you go to the bathroom? Um, you just step outside and and go there. Okay. 
I have a question. I have a question. Unless you have to go number two, and then I don't know. I've never had. Then there's a Home Depot bucket. Are you gonna go pee outside in the freezing cold? Yep. Don't think it's kind of cold. I'll also say, I, yeah, they do. I'll also say, I've I think ice fished three times in my no four times in my life. I have never caught a fish ice fishing in my entire <laughs> life. I yeah. think it's a myth. You're selling it. I don't think it happens. It's I don't just think an excuse to for people to get away from their significant others and drink. I didn't even yeah. have a significant other at the time, but yeah, get together and just and drink. drink and drink. It's Sit a place there and to giggle. Drink. I, there are a lot safer places <laughs> to get away from <laughs> those you want to and drink. I'm just going to say they're called bars. <laughs> All right. Well, luckily, those folks are okay. Thank God. And um, I know we sound like total uh, city slickers, but. I'm from the country, but I'm from the south. Yeah, well, they don't have frozen lakes down by no, you, probably. They don't. I went rogue on the cookie exchange. We talked a little bit about it at the beginning of the show. I also told Jamie that I was doing the cookie exchange, which you remember (laughs) was not going to go well. I'll tell you what happened, but we're also going to talk about the cookie exchange. Dawn will be judging everyone. Even though it's not a competition, I've made it one. She's made it one because she didn't want to have to actually make cookies. So she's going to make judgments instead. And we'll tell you all about them when we return right here on My Talk 107.1.